Hello and welcome to this week's show. We're in for a bumpy ride this week with Glenn Wilder as stunt coordinator in this Peter Himes-directed movie from 1988. The Presidio is an action thriller starring Mark Harmon as San Francisco police detective Jay Austin, who used to be in the army, serving under Lieutenant Colonel Caldwell, played by the late Sean Connery. When I was an MP at the Presidio, she was my partner. What we've got here is a multi-jurisdictional investigation involving the cooperation of the Army and the San Francisco Police Department. Now, I'm the police part, sir. I was prepared to cut you a little slack because of Patty Jean, so I'll let you do your Dirty Harry invitation. Well, your time's up. So listen real good to what I want to tell you. This is my command here. You watch your mouth and you're here. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. What is with you two anyway, huh? I don't want you seeing him. Is that an order? He'll use you to get at me. Don't wait up for me. I'm gonna be late. Sean Connery, Mark Harmon, Meg Ryan. The Presidio. Glenn Wilder has some great set pieces in this to coordinate, and as you would expect, surrounds himself with the very best stunt performers. One very important member of the stunt team is the man who will double Mark Harmon throughout. Here's Mark to tell us more about the working relationship he has with Norman Howell. I've worked with Norman for quite a while, and, and I, I trust his judgment implicitly. If he tells me he thinks it's difficult and he should handle it alone, I, I let him handle it alone. And, and most times he'll do it, and then I'll do it. And hopefully that gives the editor an advantage uh, that he might not have in other instances. And, and I don't care about any of it as long as the scene works. I'm no hero about the stunt part of it. And I'll do whatever I need to do to make it believable for the character. But uh, Norman Howell looks more like me than I look like me. So I let him do the really hard stuff. <laughs> when Norman Howell was 14 years old, his rodeo career landed him an acting part in the 1971 film The Cowboys. He was taught how to throw his first movie punch by the legendary John Wayne, who, along with Yakima Canut, were the innovators of the modern movie fight. This planted the seed that Norman may prefer stunt work over acting roles. Soon after his career took off, he doubled John Travolta, Richard Chamberlain, Peter O'Toole, Bruce Willis, Dirk Benedict, and of course Mark Harmon, and was Roger Moore's stunt double for a sequence in the Bond movie Octopussy. Kevin Costner gave Norman his first big break as a stunt coordinator on Dances with Wolves, and then a second unit director in The Bodyguard, Open Range, and Mr. Brooks. Norman Howell's professionalism, creativity, and execution has earned him a place among the top stunt coordinators and second unit directors in the industry. You stink, Major. What is that smell anyway? Mothballs? What are you gonna do now, Major? There was a time when every Hollywood movie had a bar fight. It was the staple for the cinema-going public. Boy meets girl, Boy loses girl to villain. Boy wins girl back after fistfight at the nearest saloon. Well, here, Major Caldwell and Detective Austin are discussing what to do next in the investigation over a coffee 
in a bar when a guy who's obviously had a few too many beers decides to make Caldwell the centre of attention by calling him Major. Caldwell soon explains to him why this is not such a great idea. Now, are you sure you want to have a fight? Because I'm only going to use my thumb. Thumb? My right thumb. Left one's much too powerful for you. The ensuing fight is well worked out and contains a number of very familiar faces. Sat next to Connery and Harmon at the bar is stuntman Ronnie Rondell, the second unit director on McHugh from a few weeks ago, and perhaps more well known as the guy on fire on the cover of the Pink Floyd album sleeve, Wish You Were Here. Sat next to him is stuntman Carl Cefalio, who also gets thrown about in a number of different locations. The dude with the grudge against Connery's character is actor Rick Zumwalt, who some of you may know from the movie poster of the Sylvester Stallone arm wrestling picture, Over the Top. Before becoming an actor, he toured with Cirque du Soleil as the circus strongman and was arm wrestling world champion on five occasions. All of this allowed Glenn Wilder to use him right the way through the fight. Plus the fact he's tricky to find a double four or at six foot four and weighing in at nearly 22 stone. That's over 300 pounds for you guys from the US. You see these little oak leaves? They're silver. That means that I'm a lieutenant colonel. If there were gold, then I'd be a major. You understand? Yes, sir. That's good. Because the next time you see an officer of the army, you'll be able to recognize his rank. And he won't get pissed off and accidentally hurt you. Understand? Yes, sir. Connery's been doing these type of fights for years and is able to give the impression of pressure without actually causing any harm. The punch to the throat could have been dangerous if he hadn't snatched the punch back before I'd actually made contact. I'd like you to resist arrest. Just a little. God, I'd really like that. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. One of the major set pieces in the film is the foot chase between Detective Austin and Colonel Paul Lawrence, played by actor Dan Gladstone. Filmed over a few days through the streets of Chinatown, San Francisco, it's a wonderful example of what you can achieve from your leading actor if you really need him to be doing the action. Mark Harmon's UCLA football days as a quarterback really came in useful here, as he is so physical with this chase. He runs, jumping over obstacles like pedestrians and clothes rails, jumping onto and running along the top of cars parked in the street, and throwing himself onto the ground with incredible force. All deemed necessary by the director and encouraged by Glenn Wilder. Harmon worked closely with Norman Howell to achieve these asks. He's replaced once or twice in the chase, but it's mostly all him. The big payoff at the end is a brilliant duo car knockdown. Colonel Lawrence runs into a Chinese restaurant, crashes through the customers' tables and chairs, and dives out of the window into the street. 
He's doubled by stuntman Steve Kelso, who also doubles him for the car knockdown. Peter Himes, who directed and photographed the movie, uses his shots to give added excitement and tension to this scene. The knockdown is filmed from behind the stuntmen as they approach the end of the alleyway, where the car is to speed by and hit them, from opposite the alleyway and behind the car as it approaches, thus giving Himes enough footage to show the brutality of being knocked down by a vehicle. Steve Kelso goes right over the top of the car and Norman Howell gives it a glancing blow as it goes by. The final shot captures Mark Harmon rolling into camera as it zooms into his face. It's beautifully executed and has always been one of those moments of action that stuck with me over the years. There you go. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel. If you get a chance to leave a five-star review, that would be hugely beneficial. Until next week, bye for now.